Hi, this is Maureen Milliken. And this is Rebecca Milliken, and this is Crime and Stuff, the podcast you would do if you had nothing better to do. And we don't have an episode today. This is because we a... have something better to do. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and this is actually Christmas Day. You're listening to this, so don't you this is our Christmas to gift to you. Yeah. So Sorry. we're not. <laughs> so we're not doing a full episode. We just wanted to say happy holidays, whatever you may celebrate. But we also figured since you won't have like two hours of us to listen to, there may be a void in your life. So we wanted to yeah. recommend some things. Very yes. quick recommendations, not full NNWs. We each have three things. Do you want to go first, Becky, and do one? I actually don't, I actually have, don't anything. have anything. I don't do any. I don't really do anything. I just sit and stare at the wall. I do know, too because I because I find then, myself fascinating. My brain. Um, I actually can't watch much on the actual television because it is commandeered by people who watch MSNBC twenty four right. hours a day. That said, okay, so I want to say. My recommendations, a couple of them are not typical TV they don't have. They don't have to be TV shows. They, they can even be uh, books or Audible books. Well, or no, I don't have any books. So one of them cool. is, a, I'll give you mine and we can alternate. I'll give you mine. Okay. okay. And then you give one. Right. Okay. So the first one I'm going to do is I watch a lot of stuff online now because I'm stuck on my phone or iPad. So I watch YouTube a lot for some reason. I don't know how I got stuck on that, but there's this channel called Smosh Pit. So it's like Mosh Pit with an S. It's called Smosh Pit. And I don't watch all of their, they have skits and stuff like that. It's a bunch of people in their late twenties, early thirties. I don't watch that, but they have a show that I love to watch. It's Reddit stories. And I don't read Reddit. I hate Reddit. Um, a lot of people do. And not all of them read Reddit, but somebody takes these stories off. My favorite episodes they have, and they're about an hour long, are from the am I an asshole Reddit threads. And so they read the thing. And so am I the asshole is basically, it's like advice column stuff you know it's like reading somebody reading dear abby for us right. people you know this is what happened this is what i did am i the asshole and then this guy shane is the host and there's usually there's two other people there it's two guys two girls so boy girl whatever uh, different people join him but he's always the host and he'll read it and then they'll all discuss it and then they'll talk about some of the comments and i don't know why but it's very enjoyable oh you sent me one that was yeah a there's good a one. guy named damien that's a guest a lot with purple hair one thing i'll say about these guys especially shane shane is an actor i think he was a child actor and he's been on shows that i don't watch like that one about superman i don't know i have no this fucking is... idea anyways he is very I find the, the him and the, some of the other young men on it very open-minded. Their attitudes are not typical male. Like, they're able to empathize with the women. It makes me happy that these hmm. people that could be my children or even younger... Do a DNA uh, test. <laughs> that they are... Their way of thinking is nice because I'm used to people my age that are idiots. Yeah, like if a woman's having some kind of issue, and they're like, "What's her problem?" <laughs> Although we don't want to generalize that everybody in our generation is an idiot, and everybody who's young, you mean a man? I know. No, right. I'm not oh, well, generalizing. Then, yeah. I'm not generalizing that. No, it's I just nice I just like to hear. I enjoy that. It's called Smosh Pit. 
and it's I'll on youtube check that out and they're probably on instagram and stuff and it's the type of thing you can listen to you don't have to watch because they're not doing anything they're just sitting there it's okay different. what's yours my first one is a documentary series shiny happy people dugar family secrets and i avoided watching this even though i saw it, it's on amazon prime i think i told you earlier today becky that i thought it was on max oh yeah it's amazon prime uh, i get my, all my up streamers mixed up it's actually very interesting because it's kind of about the dugar family and if you're not familiar they were a reality tv sensation 19 kids Ugh. and counting um, yeah but then they stopped and the oldest son, Josh, was busted for child porn and some other stuff. Ugh. And so that's what I thought it would be about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's good because I because I dislike these people and would and want to see something I'm negative about for them. some hate. But it's actually a much more interesting and deep than that. It does talk a lot about the Dugars, but also the church they're a part of that was founded by Bill Gothard, who's, I believe, now dead, or at least widely discredited for his sexual misdeeds. But it goes into, you know, this church that they're a part of, its beliefs, the amount of child abuse, child Mm. sexual abuse, and misogyny and how the Mm. church is kind of based on all that and how they use homeschooling Mm -hmm. to to indoctrinate people and keep them in line we've talked and it's funny because our most popular episode ever the turpins one Mm. we talked about how homeschooling can kind of and it's not like it's always bad control thing no no but But if somebody has bad intentions right it can be used as a control thing and i don't want to go on and on i highly recommend it it's four episodes i believe i you'd think i'd remember Mm. because i just watched it three or four episodes i wanted more actually i may do an nnw review of it on our next episode it's on amazon prime if you get that and it's also on freebie and I think you can get freebie if you have Roku or something. Oh, oh maybe um, I'll see. And it's very wide ranging. It has a lot of people who were members of this church who are no longer members talking about it. And I highly recommend it. I wanted more. I had very few quibbles with it. And oh. I wished it were longer. I wish there were more episodes. I thought of, isn't there another one similar? I thought there was a if similar there is, one I, hope I saw. So, so I can watch it. Maybe I was thinking about that one. I haven't had Prime for a while. But sometimes I'm just not in the mood. Yeah, I was in the mood... I didn't think I was in the mood, but it turned out I was. But what's your next recommendation? This is also one. It's on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. It's called Mr. Kitters. Mm. K-I-T-T-E-R-S. It's fascinating to me. It's a cat that has been fitted with a little camera right here under his chin. It's just like the camera that's in the bird buddy. It's the same kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just videos of him. Yes. It's fascinating. Mm. And obviously it's clips because it's not going to have his whole day because half of it's going to just be him sleeping. But he is a very busy cat and he meets a lot of other cats. So I don't know where they live, (laughs) if they have a ton of cats. I don't know much of the backstory because I just watched the videos. It's interesting because he meets a lot of other cats and all the stuff. And you see his little paws, like when he's scratching. Because it's his point of view. Bell Kidders again. Mr. Kidders. And he's on Instagram. Spell 
spell Kitters. K-I-T-T-E-R-S. Okay. Mr. So if you Google Mr. Kitters, K-I-T-T-E-R-S, mm-hmm. he'll come up. Some of the images are beautiful that are captured. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that thing, you know, if you put a monkey in a typewriter. It'll write all Shakespeare's plays. Yeah. But still, and I said on one of the comments on one of the videos that it's true cinema verite. It's it's just him going How around. Long? How long They're are they? They're just short. They're like a few minutes each. Mm-hmm. They're short clips. I don't know why, but I cannot stop watching them. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool images, like he's up on a roof and looking, and there's a silhouette of another cat, and he makes a lot of noises. They say cats don't, but he's always like, oh, 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 when he's going around. It's yeah. just very Maybe it's stuff it. we don't normally hear, but because the camera is in I such know. Place. It's very... Yeah. Uh, oh, I know some good. people probably think it sounds boring, but they're short, so it's right. not like... You're going to sit there for hours and watch it. Just the cat's right. point of view to me, it was very interesting. Yeah. So the I'd like to see one for all different animals. I'd like right. to see a dog. Remember like that see, time? Although you'd see a lot of other dogs' asses while they're sniffing them. I know. But... Where did I just... Oh, it was on Reno 911. They had a cam on a on one of their new dogs, and that's what you saw. Remember that time we were watching that movie when I was living? Oh with yeah, Bob that one with Don Johnson. It was something. What was the name of it? I can't remember. And we had been smoking pot. Yes, and someone said, "Is this from the dog's point of view?" No, it was me. And like three quarters <laughs> of the way through the movie, I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> It's from the dog's point of view. <laughs> I thought of that when you said it was the cat's point of view. Okay, my second one is a multimedia thing that I've only partially partaken of. Murder in Boston. Ooh. There's an eight-part Boston Globe series, which I believe is not behind their paywall. I, You sound so interested, and yet I had texted. I know, I'm doing that for the audience. Oh, okay, 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 sorry, sorry. There's also a <laughs> documentary on Max that's three episodes i've only watched the first one because they didn't drop them all at once and i want to wait till all three because i don't want to watch the second and have to wait for the third and there is also a podcast that i have not yet listened to the documentary was done independently of the boston globe i think the podcast is also the boston globes but they're all tied together and the globe is promoting them all together and it's about the charles stewart case If you're not familiar with it, in 1989, he and his wife, Carol, were coming home from a birthing class at Brigham and Women's Hospital in downtown Boston. They were both shot. She fatally in the head. He in the stomach. But he almost died. And he claimed a black man did it. It's famous in New England if you're around. And it turns out, this is not a spoiler, he did it. And he ended up jumping off the Tobin Bridge on January 4th. And it happened in October. So a few months later, the day after his brother, Matthew, who had helped him cover it up, went to the police. But the story that really hasn't been told that the Globe's coverage focused on, as well as the documentary, and I assume the podcast, is that basically the Boston police and Boston city government used it as an excuse to basically take every black guy from the age of 13 to 70 and haul them in and make them drop their pants on the street and all sorts of other stuff. It was a very racist response. Mm -hmm. It's a story we'll never do on this podcast because there's just too much out there. uh, The focus is on, and the Boston Globe story actually has some information that 
is fairly new, although I think has been known in some circles, but which Matthew Stewart, Charles Stewart's brother's lawyer, disputed in a lengthy letter to the Globe Mm. recently. But it's worth, the series reads really well. I couldn't wait every day for my Boston Globe so I could read it. I read it on my iPad. The documentary, I only watched the first episode, which is also good. My quibble is made by a man. Every single talking head except for one in the first episode was a man. Mm. And I'm sure there are women who were affected by this, who were part of it, who have something to say. And as always, and it annoys me, there was some Ken Burns documentary that I ended up turning off. I can't remember which one. I think when men... Not all men, but I think a lot of men, when they make a documentary, I think they just automatically look for men to speak about things. Most of them are people who are involved, but there are also some journalists and stuff, and I'm sure there were women who were involved, but maybe I'll do an NNW on that too. But it's still good. I haven't listened to the podcast. Even if you're familiar with the case, because I'm super familiar with it, you will A, learn new things, B, see it from a new angle, and Mm. C, the the Boston Globe stories are just a really good read. And if you Google Boston Globe murder in Boston, it should come up. And as I said, I believe it's not behind their paywall so that you should be be able to read it. I have the link. And the documentary is on Max, and there's also a podcast to listen to. I was thinking of the Atlanta General Constitution with their breakdown podcast is really good. And so was the Dirty John was what, the LA Times? Yeah. A lot of newspapers. Well, the Kentucky dig was yeah the Louisville to dig they do a stuff. good job so what's your next recommendation I feel bad because mine are all frivolous mine and my next one will be frivolous this one is Netflix if you want to binge something that's funny I found it extremely funny and cute and you watched it too was never have I ever I didn't watch it for a while because I thought it was like a teen show, which it is kind of but it's super funny and it is smart and subtle Kind of. I mean, it's funny, but it's not slapsticky and it's not cliche. It's about a high school girl going through some stuff. It's Mindy Kaling produced Mindy it. Kaling wrote it, and the girl is Indian. A lot of the cast is Indian. India, that, Indian. And it's not that it has. It does obviously flavor the story, but the things she goes through are typical of, I think, a lot of high school kids. And it's just funny. I mean, it's so funny. I've watched it more than once, some of the episodes. So if you want something that's lighthearted, there are sexual situations in it and talk of sex, but there's nothing, there's nothing like and you, and you hounded me, hounded me to watch kids. it, and I finally did, and I, <laughs> so funny. I ended up binging it. I like humor that is not... The same old shit, cliche stuff, right. where you know what people are going to do, you know what people are going to say. Yeah. I think most funny. people would enjoy yeah. it. It's funny. Yeah, it is. My final one is something on YouTube for those of you who feel like you want to exercise but aren't getting out and doing it. I was just looking for some stretching stuff and found yes to next It's the word yes, the numeral two, and then the word next. And it's a woman, she's probably in her 40s, and it's all sorts of videos, exercise, stretching, different types of exercise. But she does them with her mother, who I believe is 
82 or 83, her mother, Aiko, mm. so that you can, because sometimes there's variations for people who are elderly or may have a disability or something. So she and her mother both do them together. And they have different five-minute workouts, different 10-minute workouts, all yeah. sorts of different stretching, things for different parts of your body. They have walking things. I assume they're walking in place. I haven't looked at one. Boxing, like mm. boxing in place. Things. All sorts of, because they've been doing it for a few years and there are just a ton of them. They're a channel on YouTube. Yes, two next. And okay. one funny thing, too, is their cat comes in a lot and will attack their feet and walk yeah. around behind them and meow at them and stuff, which is <laughs> cute. But they don't let it break up the thing. There's something on there for everybody. And I find during the day, because I'm sitting at my computer a lot, like there's a 10-minute stretching one that's fairly early in their thing that I do that really feels good. So if you're just looking for something to turn on on the TV where you want to get a five or 10 minute or 20 minute or half hour workout, they're great. And I highly recommend them for people who are at any fitness level. It's not some intense miracle workout or anything, but if you're like me and you find yourself sitting there for hours and it's like, shit, I ought to be doing something, it'll get you. That's nice. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. And so that was And we did want there's a couple shows that we both liked. Speaking of humor, so one show we really like is Fisk. Oh yeah. Which is on Netflix. And the second season just dropped. Thank God. The first season was only six episodes. And then I read somewhere that the second season wasn't coming to Netflix till 2025. And it's Australian. So I was like saying to you and our other two sisters, oh, we need to <laughs> take a vacation to Australia. <laughs> we can, but it's she's a lawyer who was fired from her job. You learned this at the very beginning of the first episode. Yes. And gets a job at this probate firm. And like I said, it's in Australia. And she's wicked awkward. And, <laughs> um, but she's good at her job. And it's just very it's funny. It's very funny. Very different. I do have one or two friends who don't find it funny. Yeah. But us and our two other sisters think it's funny. Yeah. I've watched the first season twice, at least. I watched the first season like four times. The humor, you have to, sometimes <laughs> like, you like, miss things. You see them the second time. Because it's very quick. Because it, in some ways it's like it's pseudo. in a way. The way it's filmed and stuff might remind you a little of The Office. It's mm-hmm. almost like pseudo documentary, almost. Although they don't have anyone talking to the camera. But they'll flash to somebody to show their reaction, like especially yeah. that George, the office yeah. webmaster. The, the, and it's her, it's the people she works with, it's her family. Her father is a retired judge. And this is also not a spoiler because it's established in the first. He was a well-known judge. When his wife died, he came out of the closet and he moved in with his... Tip staff. I, they call him tip staff there, but it's like a clerk. And they're super funny. Everything yeah. just is... Everything is so, so many funny. funny, funny things. And it's very... Everything's unexpected and yeah. not trite. I hate sitting and watching a show, the typical sitcom, where you know what the whole story arc yeah. is going to be. You know what the next lines are going to be. You yeah. know what the laugh track it's is like going to laugh. And it's also the kind of humor that nothing really huge happens it's just every day i mean there are some silly things that happen 
but the situations are kind of everyday things like her getting into an argument with the, the <laughs> guy in the coffee shop downstairs in the very beginning of the first season so she can't go in, in she there. Banned. She can't go in there anymore. And you identify with her a lot yes. and, and yeah. the situations she gets into. And the, yeah, and the second season just dropped and they're very short. They're both six episodes. Yeah. Australian. So you need the captions on. And even yeah. with the captions on, I had to look a lot of stuff up. Yeah. But It's just funny. But that's... And what was the other one we liked another one you need captions and we may have talked about this maybe even a we few may years have ago. dairy girls oh yeah on netflix. netflix it takes place in northern ireland in the 90s mm-hmm. and it's about aaron and her parents and a group of girls and it's really wicked funny they're yes. catholic they go to an all-girl catholic school one of the girls, Michelle, her cousin James from England has to come and live with them and he goes to all-girls school with them. <laughs> One thing, too, is it's poignant in a lot of ways, yes. particularly about what was going on in Northern yes. Ireland at the time. And I ended up looking stuff that I had just a vague knowledge of, like the yes. Good Friday Agreement. People there know more. Yes, they stuff, do. And it obviously. was, I think that a lot of what was going on over there wasn't... In the news as much here. I mean, we didn't see. It was um, mostly just, oh, another bomb. I mean, they're up. occupied. They were occupied. I, and we won't get into all the particulars yeah. now. But in the final episode of the final season, although you should watch it all, where they vote on the Good Friday Agreement is really, really good. And we knew at least a little because George Mitchell, who had been a senator yeah. from Maine. and He was the commissioner of baseball. Yeah, and he's the one who did the under Bill Clinton. <laughs> that's a he, that's a he cabinet wasn't the commissioner position. of baseball, but he did the big drug steroids investigation. Oh, I thought he wanted to be commissioner, and maybe he may he have. Could... Yeah, he did that big controversial steroids report that all the sporties hated him for. A very good man. He's still alive, actually, and from Waterville, Maine, right near here, which many of our crime and stuff episodes. I just looked looked him up the other day because I was trying to remember how old. I think he's like 89 now, but he's still still around. He's still around. One good thing, and we were talking about this earlier today, about both Fisk and Dairy Girls, is they passed the Bechdel test, which means, as a reminder to everybody, that they have a conversation between two women that's not about men. And you would be surprised how many movies and TV shows do not have... A, any conversation between two women, but if they do, it's about men. And I know friends and acquaintances and family members get very impatient with me when I bring up the (laughs) Bechdel thing. People don't want to listen to it or think about it or care about it. But one thing I can say is that it makes a better show when women are fully-fledged characters who have something else to talk, who A, have conversations with each other, but B, have something else to talk about besides Because in real life, we do. We do. Believe it or not, men, we don't always talk about you. So anyway, next episode in two weeks will be what will make a New Year's tradition, which is taking a few of Maine's murders from the previous year and talking about them. We had a record, I think we're up to 54 now, which is more than (laughs) twice the normal. Even if you take the 18 people who were killed in the Lewiston Mm. shooting out of it, it's wicked high. And it's guns, 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 and more guns. Oh, yeah. Nothing but guns. Which doesn't mean our episode won't be interesting, though. No. But it's 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 sad. It's preventable, it believe it or not. It is. And it's incredible how much worse it's gotten. We were averaging 18, 19, 20 
homicides a year and it's yeah. just blown up. And I know for some people that doesn't seem like very much at all because some cities have yeah, over and we've 100. got a population of 1.3 million, so not and, a big... You know, I think that population, and it's spread out, and I think when you don't see a lot of people, you're not as likely to kill them. But if you live... That's why right I live by myself. To them, <laughs> or even in the same house, yes. sometimes you can get a little... I, yeah, like, that's you know, true. You can... I'm just joking, everybody. We're, we are please, joking. Please this cannot should not be used as evidence <laughs> in any future murder investigations, because all we're doing is joking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, and our Patreon oh. listeners, you probably have not gotten our gift yet, but it is in the mail, and our annual calendar will be out later in January. Yes. Uh, on that okay. note, we should probably say goodbye. Have a great rest of your Christmas. Happy holiday. Happy, Happy holidays. New Year, everybody. <laughs> the guys in that band. Right. The the Miami Sound Machine. And well, yeah, not Miami Sound it was Machine. it was called the Miami Sound Machine. No, right? that was not the Miami Sound Machine. That is a band that Gloria Estefan is in. Mm-hmm. It was the Miami something band. They called right. them a show band, the Miami right. show band. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer. Come on, shake your body, baby, do that conga. No, you can't control yourself any longer.